Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, here we go. Uh, the nuttiness continues. Let's just go right to what we have today. This is the three. At three on Wisconsin's afternoon news. All right, Sandy, what's up first? Former President Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty to all 37 counts against him at a federal courthouse in Miami. He sure has. And the very latest, I'm looking at a live feed of it on TV, is Donald Trump has left that federal courthouse in his motorcade. He's now pulled up into a local restaurant, a Miami cafe. The former president is out, shaking hands, big smile on his face. He's posing for pictures, surrounded by his aides. It is one of the best Cuban restaurants in Miami. I've been there. It's Versailles. It just looks like the guy won the World Series. He's been indicted in federal court the first time this has ever happened to a sitting president, and he is posing for pictures and celebrating in a Miami cafe. He's a free man and uh, high-fiving and... Only in America. Interrupting people while they have their vieja ropa. A dark suit, a red tie... Big smile on his face. He's shaking hands. The media, of course, is in there. The motorcade is parked up front. And Donald Trump just looks like he won the lottery after being indicted in a federal court, glad-handing and posing for pictures inside a And traffic Miami has been restaurant. stopped all through Miami. I have no idea if he planned this Versailles, Versailles side trip or uh, if this was impromptu. Uh, we will all find out later. But, yes, he makes a stop at a Cuban sandwich shop. I am sickened by this. Whether he's guilty or not guilty, he just made a federal court appearance, and now he's turning it into a political event, campaigning. And I know, go ahead, light up the text lines. I said it. I think it's absolutely sickening. He is in a local restaurant, gathering with supporters. It looks like maybe a prayer is happening. They're huddled in what looks like a mini prayer circle. Big smiles on the former president's face after leaving the Miami courthouse. All right, what's next? Outside the Miami federal courthouse, Trump supporters have been gathered since yesterday. We love Trump! 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 Those are the sounds. Supporters cheering wildly outside the courthouse as the former president came and went. Also, those that are not fans of the president were there as well. They didn't interact with the president at the courthouse as he was in and out of his... SUV in a garage underneath the courthouse. His birthday's tomorrow. There was singing of happy birthday to the former president. Security was tight. Yellow police tape lining the buildings. Federal police vehicles forming a barricade. And they were there cheering the president and jeering the president. Both sides of this issue were there. Of course, reminiscent of a Trump appearance or rally. People were selling T-shirts with Trump's face on them. And big block letters that said not guilty. Hawking hats and waving flags. The latest on this as we head through the afternoon. What's the last part of the three at three? Local politicians have thoughts on the Trump indictment. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss talking with WTMJ Steve Scafidi yesterday. We need people who are running for office and are involved in office that turn the temperature down and try to find consensus and get the job done that people pay us to do and not focus on throwing more gasoline on the fire. And U.S. Representative Mike Gallagher offered his thoughts. There's a growing perception among the American people that there is a, a double standard, and there's been real clear abuses of power in recent years that have caused people to mistrust the government. 
Democratic Senator Tammy Baldwin says even the former president isn't above the law, but it's important to remember that everyone is presumed innocent until proven otherwise, saying, quote, nobody should be considered above the law, and that includes the former president. Everyone indeed is innocent until they go through that process. We still have a lot to unfold, but again, nobody is above the law. Republican U.S. Senator Ron Johnson says the indictment should never have happened, saying this is something that shouldn't have been done. This starts looking more like a banana republic. It'll be in the hands of the judge and the jury at this point in time, but this would have been far better had we just not gone down this path. You heard from two uh, Republican representatives, Democrat Mark Pocan, seizing the moment to make a jab at the former president showing a picture of spilt documents saying nothing says secure facility like dumping a box of classified documents on the floor. Back to looking at live pictures. Donald Trump stopping at a Miami cafe after pleading not guilty in court, pointing, smiling, shaking hands. Big crowd of people there with the former president who is in a dark suit, white shirt, red tie, an American flag pin on his left lapel. Smiling, seems to be celebrating on his way back to the airport, which presumably he will then board his jet and fly to Mar-a-Lago. Right now, the president, the former president, I should say, getting a standing ovation in that Miami cafe. Crowd spilling out the front of that cafe into the street where the motorcade is parked. M. Wynn, who has been covering uh, what's going on from Capitol Hill. M. good afternoon. What are House Republicans saying there? Good afternoon. So congressional Republicans have mostly stood united in defending the former president. Most of them saying they believe the law is now being used as a weapon against Trump. They have alleged, you know, without evidence that the investigation into Trump, who is running to unseat Biden in 2024, is politically motivated, despite the president and top investigative officials repeatedly saying that the Justice Department is acting independently. And, you know, even when we're at the White House talking to the press secretary, they really try to shy away from commenting at all on this indictment, giving that distance away from the Justice Department. Now, today we have heard from a number of Republicans. We've heard from Representative Ralph Norman of South Carolina. He really echoed Trump in calling this case a witch hunt again without any evidence. He says it's actually helping the former president in the polls for 2024, which I will mention appears to be trending true, according to the latest ABC polls from this weekend. We've also heard from Majority Leader Steve Scalise of Louisiana, who really is focused on rebuking the federal government for allegedly not dealing justice equally rather than defending Trump's charges in this indictment. So certainly at this point, it appears as if all these Republicans, at least most of them, are really backing the former president. But there are just a handful who have come out uh, with some criticism you know, not congressional Republicans, rather those who are running for president against uh, the former president, such as former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie or Asa Hutchinson. They have come out to criticize the former president and these alleged charges in this indictment. We actually heard from Christie on a CNN town hall slamming Trump as self-centered and self-consumed. ABC's M. Wynn in Washington. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. It is 326 at WTMJ. Time for the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Everything in the green. The Fed is apparently getting what it wants, likely a pause after today's Consumer Price Index report. The S&P 500 was up 30 points to close at 43.69. The Dow up 146 to close at 34.212. The Nasdaq up 111 to close at 13.5. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ.
It is 340 at WTMJ. We continue to monitor the situation in Florida. Donald Trump has pled not guilty to 37 charges in a federal court in Miami. He is now headed to the airport where he will fly back to New Jersey. He's been staying in New Jersey at his place in Bedminster there where he will address supporters coming up later this evening. A couple other things going on, including a very interesting, important WTMJ Cares campaign, which we launched just yesterday. I'm excited. Me too. And it's simple. It's a blood drive at the Milwaukee County Zoo with the American Red Cross, our partners, and also Gruber Law Offices. Can you stop by Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, June 26th, 27th, or 28th, roll up your sleeve, give a pint of blood, and you could save up to three lives. It's it's as simple as that. Not asking for money, just asking for you to spend maybe an hour at the zoo, and there are treats there are treats. <laughs> we like treats. If you sign up, you get same-day admission to the zoo plus free parking, and you'll also get a pair of free Summerfest tickets. So Ooh, make the most nice. of your summer while you're doing a good deed. And thanks to everybody who has texted blood so far to the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Text blood to 855-616-1620. We will send you the direct link to sign up for one of the spots between 9 and 3 on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. There's plenty of room right now, but they are filling up. But Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I have felt very good about donating blood over the past several years. You can donate every 56 days. I was in a rhythm there of donating two or three times a year, and I am now due. So I have signed up for Monday uh, just before lunch. Excellent. I will be there. Um, But have you donated blood in your past? I have, but not for a long time. Maybe... 10 years ago, and I didn't have a good reason to stop. I just got busy. I used to regularly, but I have not for quite some time. I do remember how easy it is, though. It's such an easy process. And listen to this. I never really realized this either until you shared this with me, that not only do you obviously help others, but there's research that shows if you donate blood, it has a positive health impact on the people donating the blood. And they think it's because if you donate blood, your body is forced to promote production of fresh red blood cells in your body. So experts believe that it reduces heart disease, liver ailments, some types of cancers in the person giving the blood. Mm -hmm. That's remarkable. We love a win-win situation, John. Yeah. So not only is it good for you, but it's good for the rest of the community. And I think we all know that, well, we've heard that the blood supply is short, but we all know blood can be needed in emergency situations. So if there isn't a stash and a supply, there are people whose lives can be changed in that day and not be saved. Uh, I'm thrilled to say I have met through our old National Bank talk and text line, uh, Kimberly, who said she has signed up and blood saved her life when she got hit by a semi almost 47 years ago. And you realize just one pint of blood really can make a difference for somebody who's suffering. Also, blood is used in cancer treatments. Mm -hmm. So you're really helping the entire community by donating blood. And we'll make it fun for you. I promise. So the WTMJ Cares campaign, it is an American Red Cross blood drive at the Milwaukee County Zoo, partnering with Gruber Law Offices. We would love for you to take part. You can find the information at WTMJ.com, but we can just pop it right there on your phone. Text BLOOD to the Old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620. What's your why? Because you want to be helpful or because you want to be even healthier? The other amazing thing is that they use it for medical research. Not only do they save people who like Kimberly who've been in a terrible accident, but they use the blood to actually research cures for cancer and cures for other ailments. 
and things that help all of us in the preventive side of healthcare. So just another way that your blood donation potentially goes to make a difference. Makes such a huge difference. And uh, when you're talking about your blood regenerating, you got 12 yep. pints in you. So one, <laughs> it's fine, and you get juice and cookies afterwards. And I have low blood pressure, so when I've donated, I can get a little woozy afterwards, and they will not let you leave until you're hydrated and, and back and in good shape to either stroll yeah. the zoo or get take, take, tackle the rest of your day. I love that. Get to hang out at the zoo, and uh, you get Summerfest tickets. So text the word blood. You'll laugh at the cute picture of the baby gorilla with its tongue sticking out, if nothing else. (laughs) Text blood to 855-616-1620. That is the old National Bank talk and text line. And make a difference with WTMJ Cares. It is 344. Former President Donald Trump indicted on 17 counts. He's arraigned today in a federal courthouse in Miami. Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent. His book is The Big Truth, and the Takeout podcast is heard on WTMJ every single weekend. Major, thank you so much on a very busy news day for making some time for us. Uh, Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, everyone. I am talking to you from just outside the clubhouse at Bedminster Trump National Golf Course, where later this evening, the former president, fresh off 37-count indictment, read to him, which he pled not guilty to in Miami, will give a speech to the nation with his reaction, which I guarantee you will be highly political. All right, Major, so we know this is unprecedented, the charging of a former president with these federal crimes, but give us some perspective and some depth. How big a deal is this day in American history? I don't think in the context of the law is or the law's orientation, our American law's orientation to the presidency, you get much bigger than this. And here's the fundamental question, John. Is it a sign of a decaying republic and decaying democracy that people who are running for political office can be charged with serious crimes? Or is it a sign of a maturing republic and a maturing democracy that even the most powerful can be held to the law's account and asked to face consequences for their behavior? We have a debate about that in our country right now. And on the Republican side, largely, though not exclusively, the question is no. It's not a sign of a maturing and improving republic or democracy. It's a sign of a one in decay, rotted by corruption, because the only reason these charges are being brought, though Republicans argue, is because it's political. On the Democratic side, they say, no, 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 no. There's a special counsel for the president of the United States who's sitting in the Oval Office every single day investigating his handling of classified documents. The president's very son is subject of an investigation ongoing, could be indicted. And the former president is now being held to account. That's a sign that people who are very powerful, who are very close to power, also can face consequences if they have transgressed, if they have broken the law. That's what's at issue right here. What does this mean? Is this the sign that America is dying before our eyes? That's what former President Trump says. That's exactly what he says. Or is it a sign that, hey, guess what? Even if you've been really powerful, even if you're right next to super big power in this country, you too can be called before the bar of justice. You're not immune. The how, how, the how and the wherefore with which this country decides what this time means will say a lot about our future. Major Garrett with us on WTMJ. So, Major, on this day, I don't find myself angry. I don't find myself excited. More than anything, I find myself sad. I'm, I'm just sad that this is where we are. What do you say to people who are trying to weigh and sort out and discuss with their children feelings and emotions on a day like this in American history? 
So I, I, as a father of three children who are grown and flourishing and out of the nest and living lives that they define themselves, I know a little bit about raising children. And it all goes back to behavior. It all goes back to what a person knew and what they did with what they knew. And in this case, in the federal indictment, it is very clear that the former president knew he was in possession of things that he probably, at least initially, probably shouldn't have been in possession of. And then after a period of time, knew definitively by the advice of his attorney, he should not be in possession of. And he kept it anyway. That's a behavioral question that does not comport with the law in our country. It simply doesn't. Does that mean you'll be convicted? There's no guarantee of that, but it means, according to the federal indictment, it does not comport with the facts of our law and its historical prosecution. And that's a choice the former president made. And several Senate Republicans have said, we would not be here but for the behavior of the former president. So it's that behavior that I think we must all, as a nation, evaluate. And you can't evaluate it in a vacuum. What was the former president's behavior after the election in 2020? Was it consistent with someone who wanted to uphold the best traditions of American governance and a peaceful transfer of power? There's no other answer to that question, but no, there just isn't. He did not adhere to the longstanding traditions of this country of handing power over peacefully and adhering to the rule of law when it came to how, who won an election and who lost it. So you have to ask yourself, is this behavior now subject to a federal indictment consistent or inconsistent with behavior of that kind? That's what the nation has to decide. Major Garrett is with us on WTMJ. We're looking at live pictures of former President Trump's airplane is now taxiing at the Miami airport, getting ready to take off. Uh, it will be headed to where you are in Bedminster, mm-hmm. New Jersey. Will this be a large crowd? Will it be like a campaign rally? Is there a podium set up in a small room there? What do you expect tonight? We are outdoors uh, in the uh, courtyard just outside of the clubhouse. So I've been in the sun here in uh, Bedminster, New Jersey. No, no tents. I've got a lot of sunscreen, I'm happy to say, <laughs> since noon. And we will be out in the elements all day and all night. Uh, there's, a, there's a podium that looks like a presidential podium, though it's not, but it looks very much like it. A small array of white folding chairs, an audience of maybe 90 to 100. It'll be invited guests, some donors, and some club members. It won't be like the Mar-a-Lago party after his first indictment in Manhattan. This will be a smaller event, but it will be of that sort of kind of expression. I have people with me. I am reinforced by their loyalty and their adoration of me, and I'm not going to flinch. I'm unbowed. I am here as a political candidate, and I'm going to fight on, fight on, fight on. That will be the rhetorical flourishes tonight. And look, I give, and I have always given... Candidate Trump, nominee Trump, President Trump, and former President Trump, maximum credit for this. He understands and believes in his core the power of visual communication. He is the best stage manager, even better than Ronald Reagan, even better than Ronald Reagan. And he knows the value of placing himself in the flow of news in a way that maximally benefits him. That's why he did this supposedly spontaneous stop. It wasn't spontaneous at all. It was a planned stop in Miami in Little Havana before getting on the plane because he wanted to touch and hear people give him praise because he knew he would find lots of praise there that would fuel him before he got on the plane to come here where he'll see another adoring crowd. Touching that adoring crowd and basking in it is his way of communicating even on this harsh moment, even though when some politicians might feel shame, 
I'm resolute and the people I show you pictures of it are with me. And in that level of stage management, uh, the former president uh, really doesn't have an equal. Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent in Bedminster, New Jersey, where the president will be in a couple of hours. Major, thanks for being with us on a very busy day. Thank you, John.